Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. He is one of the premier real estate agents in the Twin Cities. But at one time, he was a Washington Redskin, now the Washington Commanders. And uh, his first year in pro football, I'll be darned if they didn't win a Super Bowl. Ray Hitchcock, always good to visit with you. And uh, I, I asked for some more evidence of what it was like to be part of the Super Bowl, and you sent me a picture that, that said it all. Uh, you and Ronald Reagan <laughs> yes. and, and other Redskins, I mean, you were all, all there together for the uh, uh, the ceremony, and I didn't think about that. You guys, you didn't get to fly into Washington, D.C. You just you just got on the bus and went 10 minutes and, and, and uh, over to the White House, huh? We just drove from the complex to uh, to downtown, so great to be with you guys this morning. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Mike. Um, just a wonderful time. That was um, a very special time in our lives. I was uh, just a rookie and uh, had the opportunity to uh, experience that, and it's uh, it's been a lifetime of stories and, uh, and sharing it with other people and uh, very fortunate to, to have that experience. And, Ray, how about the great playoff run that you guys no had? Question. I mean, unbelievable, Ray. And, and, and tell us a little bit about it. I know that you have a, 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 a Soldier Field story as well with Walter Payton. But right. uh, tell us about we that had, playoff uh, run. You know, we, weren't, we didn't get the number one seed, so we had to travel to Chicago to play the Bears, a very good Bears team, uh, extremely cold weather. And that ended up being uh, Walter Payton's last game. Uh, we beat them at uh, – at Soldiers Field, and then came back the following week and had the opportunity to play the Vikings, who did their job out in San Francisco. They beat them, and so we did uh, have a higher seed than than the Vikings because they were a wild card team, and ended up uh, hosting the um, NFC Championship game, and fortunate enough to uh, to win that, and then proceed on to the Super Bowl at the Murph in San Diego two weeks later. Well, and, and you must have been hearing a lot from Viking fans at that time, how huh, that week? Just, uh, well, and we weren't in the in the age of, of immediate contact, but there was a lot right. of uh, a lot of phone calls at night, and uh, and you know it was it was quite a week. I mean, we had um, I had actually got injured. Uh, I tore my ACL on Wednesday of the week we were playing the Vikings, and then I had surgery the following Tuesday. But uh, I had a group of friends that came out and and enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the experience of. Uh, of the game, but didn't enjoy the outcome because they were all Vikings fan. And <laughs> of course, they were sitting in the uh, parents' uh, players' wives uh, comp tickets uh, with their Vikings jerseys on, so that didn't go over well with the group. But uh, <laughs> the results were good for us, or for the for the for Washington. So we were happy well, about that. 
And Ray, the results were great in the Super Bowl itself because you did something I never got a chance to do, which is beating John Elway. My brother Paul had beaten John Elway in college in that great lateral play with Cal Stanford. But uh, tell us a little bit about what is it like that week before the Super Bowl as as everybody's getting prepared and there's so much stress going on for for all the different players. But tell us a little bit about what does that feel like, Ray, because I never got to feel that. You know, I, I think it helped to have the leadership we had at Washington with Coach Gibbs. You know, they had been to uh, two Super Bowls that decade already. And um, so they were, you know, they won one, they lost one. You know, the Raiders beat them um, in, the, uh, in the year following, the, I think it was 82 or 83. So we had an experienced staff. I think a lot of that, uh, when you have a special game like that, you've got to uh, be able to prepare and really not um, change the way you get uh, ready. It's, you know, obviously it's just a football game, but it's not just a football game. I think if you can handle the um, the side stuff, the, the the media attention, and those type of things, and it was much less. I mean, it's been. I think we had our 34th anniversary of this game last week, and uh, so it's been a while. Obviously, it's a it's a whole different uh, league, and um, but to, to to have a veteran group of coaches that knows how to prepare a team, knows how to practice a team, knows how to travel a team. Uh, I think that's the that was the winning edge, and and we were playing good. We had a you know Doug Williams had a heck of a game, obviously with you know, him being the MVP. We had a tailback Timmy Smith who had over 200 yards, almost 300 yards, I think was the total. Um, and we just caught Denver at the right time. We were playing very good, as you know. I mean, we go to Chicago, a, a very good Vikings team comes to RFK, and we beat them. So it it wasn't a fluke in terms of getting there. It was just. Um, uh, to have a, a, a group of, of, of coaches uh, that um, that put that game plan together, and you know we were down ten nothing at the first quarter, and all of a sudden we ended up winning forty two to ten. So quite a quite a turnaround, and uh, it uh, it was a great day out in San Diego. You know, Ray Doug Williams. You mentioned that name, and and mm-hmm. it, it, people really do their history. He wasn't the first African American quarterback. He was the first one to win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, but he. Um, he changed, I think, you know, he, he was a part of the changing landscape, and pretty soon it was it was commonplace. Warren Moon, Donovan McNabb, uh, it didn't matter uh, what color you were. If you could play quarterback, you could play quarterback. And that, you know, that exists today. Um, but what was he like? Because he, he caught fire, and he was, you know, at that point in time, he'd come from Tampa and, and, and really uh, finished his career right in, in Washington. But what, what was he like as a leader and a quarterback? You know, we had we had some ties uh, in terms of our families. He he went to school at Grambling. My mother was from uh, Northeast Louisiana, from Castor, and she went to Louisiana Tech. And so we had some common ground in terms of talking. And here's a guy that you know, obviously I'm a rookie, and really nobody talks to you until they think you're going to be around a while. And by about month two or three, that you're you're on at the facility, and and they know you're going to be on the team. Then they start warming up to you. And and he was always so generous and, and kind. And we talked about losing. Louisiana, and you know, here's a leader that had some tough years in Tampa, obviously, and really got kind of beat up. Body was beat up, uh, hips, knees, and came to us and probably played on one of the best offensive, or played with probably one of the best offensive lines with Joe, uh, Jacoby and Bostic and Grimmy and all those guys. And um, you know, he flourished uh, with the with the good five in front of him. And but just a wonderful guy, approachable guy, um, never in a hurry in terms of talking to people, and you can always sense that that he's a genuine, genuine guy. And now I think he's in the front office with the team, and and that's a great, um, you know, that's a great addition to that organization. 
Hey, Ray, you, you got a little bit into it, but I got to ask you, we always know the Redskins back in that era as the, the hogs up front. So tell, tell us a little bit about those hogs. And, and each, I know there's footsie, and you and I have talked about a lot of this privately in the past, but uh, tell I, us about you know, it. It's a group that, that was, you know, you had Bostick and, and Graham Jacoby, Mark May, uh, and, and you know, the other parts of that group was Donnie Warren, the great tight end, Clint Didier at yeah. the wing. And, um, you know, I was there. Riggins, Riggins had left uh, in 86. I didn't get there until 87. But um, it was a group. And, and Joe Bugle, um, that was the, the line coach there for years, um, just did a wonderful job. And it, it, you always take stuff. And, and I did some coaching here uh, once I was done. But you always take stuff from other um, uh, from other coaches. Everybody's stealing everybody else's ideas. But we jumped roped every day. So that offensive line, all those guys, we'd set our helmets aside. And then we'd sit and we'd do jump rope as part of our warm-up. And if you've seen Joe Jacoby at six foot nine, three hundred and forty pounds, <laughs> jump rope, um, he looked like a boxer. I mean, it, it's unbelievable the footwork that uh, that Coach Bugle created. And and we were, you know, that, that was a good group. I mean, that was a, a, a veteran group. And as you know, Peter, when at that time of the league, not a lot of guys moved around. I think the biggest acquisition we had is Jim Lachey left San Diego. Mm-hmm. And we got him uh, to a two years, I think he, my third year, he, he joined us. Uh, but other than that, all the parts remain the same. And I think continuity at that position where everybody sticks around, they know each other, and they're all um, uh, so familiar with how they play, that makes a tremendous difference. Ray Hitchcock is our guest, and I'm going to ask this to both of you. Take it one at a time. Ray, you started, then Pete, obviously, the Minnesota Vikings have a new football coach, 36 years old. Kevin O'Connell will come. He'll be introduced next week after the Super Bowl. What is it that players want and need to hear from him in that first meeting, in that first whatever? How do you set the tone, and what is it players, uh, you know, you mentioned Joe Gibbs and Joe Bugle. Those are guys that, you know, pretty easy to respect. Now you're a new guy coming in, and, and and you've got, you know, you might have a ring, but it'll be as an assistant coach. What is it players want and look for in you? You know, I think, uh, Mike, I think communication, uh, not just at the football level, um, you know, showing that you care uh, about, hey, how's your family? How's everything? How's the transition to moving to Minneapolis? And are you doing okay? And if if, if they're happy off the field and, and have peace and, and stability in terms of their daily lives, I think that carries off uh, to a positive on the field during the practice, all those things. So I think you have to be a communicator and just a, a person that can, can kind of say, hey, I'm, I'm not just interested in your football ability. I'm interested in, you know, the rest of your life and your family and kids and, and wives and, and girlfriends, those type of things, and show a genuine interest. Because I think that if a pay, player knows you care, um, not just about the football portion, I think that makes a huge difference and you get, you get better results. I, and I totally agree, Maxie. I, I think there is a the communication is huge, and and that is a big I think piece to this puzzle because there wasn't the same kind of communication in the past, and that's something that was a problem. And most everybody in the media and anybody who's ever been in the locker rooms over there, they know that the Vikings had a little bit of an issue with with that side of things. I think also you've got to show everybody that you want to have that accountability, and and each and every player has to be a part of that whole thing. But if you can have that communication. Hold people accountable, including yourself as the head coach. I think you've got a great opportunity for success. And the pieces are there, Maxie. When we look at the Vikings, they they have the pieces, I think, to make it to the Super Bowl. It's just a yeah. matter of getting everybody on the same page. 
Yeah, and I, and I hope they don't go. Hey, let's start moving the parts around here instead right. of adding a few parts and and trying to win it. Ray, last question for you: You coached for a long time in in high school football, and you, and, and you loved it for a long time uh, as a line coach at Creighton Durham Hall. What, what was that like for you? Well, I, I think you know we we talk about the experiences of 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 the game and and, and being around uh, teams, and you know Creighton Durham is a special place, and and there's no question about it, and and it's just a a place where you know they demand excellence. Uh, you know, I coached there 19 seasons. Uh, I think we won. We went to five prep bowls. Uh, we were, was fortunate enough to win one with my son as um, a senior there. But played with so many great people, so many great players. You know, I, I sit and I talk to Ryan Harris this week, and you know, a, a relationship like that. You know, we we talk about uh, players that uh, are lifelong friends. He certainly is, and we've had great players, but they're but they're great kids. And uh, and if you can touch their lives a little bit and and have some type of impact on them, that's the biggest reward. I mean, I've I've won a, a bunch of football games. I've had great experiences, great life experiences. You know, I've met presidents. I've I've been in parades that. Uh, on Constitution Avenue and and seen everything and uh, but the the experience you have if you can help these kids you know get started in the right direction uh, once they leave high school it's uh, it's always good. And he's a great real estate agent on top of well, it, thank Pete. You. I'll leave my number. Sure I'll send the twenty to you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you, Ray. You're not. Uh, I see pictures of Peter. You're not in International Falls, are you, Pete? No, I'm not. I'm not quite in International Falls. <laughs> <laughs> He's three plane rides away from International Falls. <laughs> He's two connecting flights. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Appreciate it. Okay, guys. Have Thanks, a great Ray. Day. Love your show. Uh, great to have. Uh, great to be on this. I was. I remember the time I was on with Foggy, and Sid took us to the Rosewood Room, and we had five bucks between us, and we looked at each other, saying, "Are we going to have to pick up this this brunch?" And and Sid was. Uh, Sid did open the wallet that day and bought us lunch. So. He, he didn't open the wallet. He <laughs> traded it out with them for some advertising he gave them on the yeah, radio. The but he, the point he is, you didn't have to pay off. for it. <laughs> and neither did he, I will assure you. <laughs> Thanks, Ray. Okay, we get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.